Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. You're listening to the Stevie Says Social Podcast, episode 35. If you've got big business dreams, but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things digital, social media, and content marketing, this is the podcast for you. This episode is brought to you by my free 20-page ebook with 100 really practical social media tips for your business. Grab them at steviesayssocial.com forward slash ebook. guys, and welcome to episode 35 of the Stevie Says Social podcast. Now, if you guys don't already know this about me, I'm kind of surprised, but newsflash, I am a complete social media marketing nerd. And one of the things that comes along with being a complete social media marketing nerd is getting really, really excited when I come across people who are absolutely killing it with what they're doing on social media. Emily Spicer-Stewart is one of those people. Now, we already know each other and I've kept an eye on her socials for a long time. And guys, if you want a good kind of indication or example of a service provider that really knows what she's doing, make sure you check out this girl's social media platforms. Emily is a business marketing coach and she uses Facebook Live and Instagram stories in particular really, really well in her business. And as you would know if you're a service provider, it's really, really important to make sure that you're kind of establishing the no like and trust factor before anyone kind of feels 
feels comfortable enough to want to do business with you. Emily uses both of these platforms basically to get over that barrier and basically get her potential clients knowing her, loving her, trusting her, and I'm guessing beating down the door to want to do business with her. In this particular episode, we go through everything that she's doing so well on Facebook Live and also Instagram stories. We talk about how she uses both of those platforms to connect with her tribe, how you guys can really easily get started and incorporate both into kind of your day, how to use Facebook Live to really position yourself as an expert and relate to the right people, how to get over the fear of getting started and much, much more. Guys, I don't say this lightly. This is one of my very favorite podcast episodes because Emily, number one, as I've said, is doing a really good job, but she is also really switched on and giving with the information that she shares. If you're thinking about getting into Facebook Live or Instagram stories more and you haven't done it to date, I think that this podcast episode might be the kick up the butt that you need to get going. As always, if you enjoy this episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a quick rating. It takes a second and a review, which takes a minute. And yeah, I'll leave it at that. Enjoy this podcast episode, guys. I really enjoyed recording it. Hey, Emily, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Stevie. Thanks so much for having me. Anytime, love. I am stoked to have you on. Let's start with what it is that you do for those that don't know. I'm a business marketing coach, which for a lot of people, they kind of lean in and go, oh, what? Like, what do you do? Yeah. So I come from a corporate marketing background. I worked in huge, big businesses like um, L'Oreal and Kraft for thousand years. I look really good for my age. Um, and I've got really, really good, um, product and business building marketing skills. So I now use all of those skills to help build small businesses. So I work really, really closely, um, with my clients who are just looking to take that next step. And it all comes down to decision-making. Um, they're really unclear or feeling stuck about how to move forward and how to grow their business. That might be a product-based business. It might be a service-based business, but they're just looking for some strategic directions and help with their marketing plans and their goal setting on what success looks like and how they're going to get there. Because it's all good and well to kind of go, I just want more. It's like, but how, do you, how are you going to get there and where is it there? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. I, I guess the most interesting part for me that I've learned over the last whatever it's been is the combination of the marketing and the mindset. So I do weave a lot of the mindset into what I do because um, it, the marketing is the easy part. That's the learned totally. Easily teach you how to do it, when to do it, what to do it, step by step, what's next. But if you're not feeling it in your head or in your heart, or you you know you've lost your mojo, um, that's where I add the most value into your biz and to help you move forward and lose that feeling of the fog or feeling stuck. I guess. Yeah, which so that's me. Let's be honest. <laughs> every single business owner has. <laughs> oh, oh. Even when I when I say in my socials, you know, I'm feeling stuck, and people are like. Well, just pull yourself out. And it's like, yeah. it's not that it's easy. It's not that easy. Yeah. No, it's it's really hard. Since I started my business, so I'm coming up to a year now and Woo-hoo. I just feel like it's such a lesson or such a like a journey in like almost personal development as well as business. So like Absolutely. I know the marketing side and I know digital and I know social media, but when it comes to uh yeah, you almost, you really kind of have to grow as a person in order to develop your business. It's almost like your business grows as you grow. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Boom, you've got it. Love it. Nice. (laughs) 
So I guess one of the big things about being a business coach is that you need people to connect with you. Like obviously if you're going to be working with someone on like marketing and mindset and all of that sort of stuff, you want to have someone that you know, like, and trust. So one of the things that I think that you do really, really well and the reason that I got you on the podcast is that I think that you kill it with your socials in general. So um, everyone, (laughs) go over and check out M's socials. They are absolutely (laughs) awesome. They're really colourful, really fun, but I think that they show your personality and I think for any service-based business but a business coach in particular where you're working on Mm. all of that sort of stuff, that's really important. So what we're going to dive into specifically in this episode is Facebook Lives and Instagram Stories because I think that you absolutely kill it at both of those things. <laughs> you can fun. Just some fun. <laughs> uh, but let's go into, firstly, I guess, what a Facebook Live is. Let's start there. Yeah, so a Facebook Live for me is a connection tool and it's just an amazing free tool that we all have at our fingertips that gives you the opportunity to connect with your audience or connect with your tribe. And ultimately that helps you get your message out to more people. And as you were saying, being a biz coach or being a service provider, and even in your field in social media, people are letting you in behind closed doors. So they need to trust you and they need to know that you're one of their people. So a Facebook live for me, um, I use on my desktop and on my phone. So it's a free, super simple tool to be able to, that I can leverage in all parts of my marketing. Um, And it ultimately just enables you to get instant access to your tribe or to your audience and get your message out there. And the beauty of Facebook Lives is that you can use it on your phone or your laptop. Um, I do one every single week and I'm just starting to introduce a second one now. And I just they just fit in with my life. If I'm at home on my laptop, great. If I'm in the car, I do lots of stories. Oh, you love the car. Facebook Lives, lives <laughs> in my car because yeah. I'm on the go when I'm out seeing clients and it just works. So yeah. um, some other little things that I love about Facebook Lives and stories for that matter is that you can write your little description in the top. So I use emojis in that space a lot to kind of jump off the feed. So when people are scrolling through their um, Facebook feed, a couple of little emojis jump out and they're like, oh, what's this? And I've disrupted them. And that's what it's all about. How do you capture the eyeballs? Um, There's no time limit and you've got instant engagement. So people jump on the line instantly and they're chatting away to you and you're having a conversation and connecting with people, even though they're sitting in their lounge rooms or in their part of the world. Um, and the really amazing thing for Facebook lives for me is the longevity of that content. You go to the effort of recording it, it sits on your feed and it's there for life. Basically, if it's a terrible one or you feel awful about it, or you're, you know, you don't like it later, you can delete it obviously, but it sits there for life. It's not like a story that disappears within 24 hours and you're like, Oh, that would have been a good one to keep on. on your highlights now, which is pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, I, I use the platform or I use the tool for people to learn about me basically. So yes, I want to get my message out there and I want people to understand what I do and how I can help them. But mm-hmm. I also want them to understand whether I'm the right person for the job because yeah. there's 75 billion Um, business coaches out there that you can choose from. So if you've got a good sense of who I am and what I'm all about and what my personality is and whether I'm one of your people, that's awesome. You can you know, send that inquiry form and get more information. But on the flip side, if I'm not your person, how amazing that you've been able to watch a quick video and understand that, no, she's probably not right for me. I'll keep, I'll keep looking or I'll keep going. So totally. being able to connect yeah. with the audience is so, so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Facebook like it's Lives a double, is it's a 
double-edged sword, like in terms of it gets people to connect to you, but then it also shows that you kind of know what you're on about. So Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I can, and I have positioned myself as an, ex, I hate the word expert, but positioned myself as someone that knows a little bit about marketing yeah, through my live videos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, you're, you're either not falling in love with me, but you're either getting to know me and, and enjoying what I'm saying and enjoying my energy and my vibe or you're not. And that's equally as okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I honestly, I could talk to you about this all day. Like I can't rave about live video and or stories more and they've been the biggest thing that's unlocked growth in my business over the last 12 months. So let's go back to how did you start? So you'd started your business, obviously (laughs) you were posting on social, you were doing all of this stuff because I think that's a barrier to entry for so many people. And it's actually, even for me, like I obviously work in social media, I actually still haven't gotten to the point where I'm consistently doing it. So I think that's the biggest hurdle for people. Like, so how did you go? Okay, cool. I want to get into Facebook lives. I want to get into Instagram stories. I want to do this, show my face more. How did you start? It's freaking scary. Like I totally get that it's freaking scary. And I talk to my clients about this every day and they're like, yeah, but you know how to do them so well. And I said, I say, go back and watch my first ever Facebook live. I think was was two years ago now. (laughs) Please don't. (laughs) It is, I think it went for 40 seconds. I'm sitting in a park with sunglasses and the sun like beaming on my face so you can hardly see me. I'm like fumble my way through a, a nothing sentence and then yeah. I shut it off basically. Yeah. But you've just got to start and you, and it's really um, easy to say that, but you've just got to get over yourself in the sense that we all start somewhere and it's like riding a bike. The first few times you're going to fall off or you're not going to feel completely, you know, in control. And then the next time it's a bit smoother and the next time and so on and so forth. And you can't compare where, where you're at or where any of your tribes at in comparison to me, because I've been doing them every Every single week, 75,000 times a day in my stories for the mm. last two or three years. So mm. I've, I've, it is a habit for me now and it's um, I've polished my message delivery and all that sort of stuff. So getting over yourself and just kind of going, okay, I'm buying into this, I'm getting uncomfortable, I'm just going to do it yeah. is the big first step. The second live I ever did was at 11 o'clock on a Saturday night. It's still on my Facebook page. <laughs> and I literally said, it's 11 o'clock on a Saturday night, so I'm hoping there's no one live. <laughs> I didn't want anyone to see me or anyone to jump on and talk to me because I was like, I just need to push the button. Oh, that's so, so much funny. About, like sitting there and going, okay, I'm going to push the button, I'm going to push the button. So if you can just, uh, just make yourself a promise that in the next week I'm going to do a single story or I'm going to do a Facebook live, um, the other important part, I think, as far as how you build that confidence is to prepare a little bit. So mm-hmm. I find a lot of people jump on, push the button and then go, oh, I hadn't even thought about what I was going to talk about. So how do you just kind of get like the one thing I want to say in this Facebook live is X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Here's an example of it. Have a great day. And it might only go for a minute, but at least you've done it. And at it's least start. you've done it. Crossed off that first one and then, you know, so on and so forth. So a tiny little bit of preparation just helps you feel that little bit more, nah, I've got this. And again, it just comes back to that conversation you have with yourself in the sense that don't sit there saying, oh my God, I'm going to be shit. Oh my God, I'm going to be awful. I'm going to say the wrong thing or people are going to laugh or whatever. Sit there and tell yourself, 
I'm starting. I'm making an effort. This is my first one. And don't be afraid to admit to your audience, this is my first ever live. How scary, but yay me, boom. I like I've done it. Like here I am. So Yeah, you get so many cheerleaders about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We've all been there. Like yeah. everybody gets it. We've all yeah. been there. I actually remember the first Facebook Live I did. I uh, posted it and it's actually the same as the first podcast I did. So the first of anything, but um, both of them, so the first podcast and the first Facebook Live I did had like, I reckon about 27 or 28 ums in it. So I was yeah. like, um, yeah. and this um, and um, and, and I actually, so I posted it and then a family friend of mine <laughs> sent me a message and said, Stevie, I've actually, I think you're doing really, really well. I think your business is going great. I'm watching what you're doing on social media, but I actually <laughs> counted 28 ums in your first Facebook oh, thanks. Class, So thanks. Like, That's really helpful. That's really thanks great. Thanks for that fact. So. <laughs> now when you'd be doing them, you might be down to 15 ums and then you'll be down totally. to Totally. Yeah, yeah. You've just got to start. You've got to practice basically. Yeah, hundred percent. I found that with podcasting, <laughs> like it's kind of a similar type of thing in terms of putting yourself out there. Kind of the more you do it, the more comfortable where you get with talking, the arms lesson, and you kind of get to the point, yeah. you, you know, you can do it. So I think yeah. that's awesome. So, um, so, um, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> so let's talk, I guess, a bit about what incorporating both Facebook Live and Instagram stories into your business has actually done for your business in terms of any mm. examples that you might have. Yeah. So I think being a service provider, um, I need people to understand what I'm all about. So I need them to understand my personality. I need them to understand my style and to start to get a feel for what I might be able to do or how I might be able to help them in their biz. Mm. So the number one thing it's enabled people to understand is whether I'm their person and whether I can help them basically. Mm. So putting my personality out there, I'm, I'm not like, I'm, I'm a massive dork. Um, I'm high energy and I'm not for everybody. Like I totally, I'm really comfortable with that. I'm more comfortable than I was. Um, some people want a business coach that's really corporate, that's really formal, that's really, you know, structured and blah, 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 blah. and that's yeah. not me and, and that's okay. But yeah. being able to consistently put myself out in video format gives people an understanding that I love earrings and I talk about bananas and I talk with my hands all the time and that I am really enthusiastic and all that sort of stuff. So giving people an insight into what it's like to work for me reduces those barriers so that they then inquire. Um, And I think because business coaching is so broad and so grey on, you know, where the guardrails are and what what a business coach does and doesn't do, just giving people an insight into this is what it's going to be like to work with me. Here's some cool content. I vary my topics hugely from week to week so people get a really good understanding of some of the stuff we might work through. It just builds their confidence that, yeah, actually, I reckon she's fun. I could work with her. And she also knows what she's talking about. I'm going to inquire rather than them going, I don't know anything about you. I have no idea what you're about or what you know or what you don't know, but could we work together? Mm. You're already kind of three or four down, uh, three or four steps down that customer journey, which um, is super, super helpful. So yes. all the people that inquire, inquire to work with me now, they're my people because they know what I'm like and they know whether we're a good fit and whether we would be a great team. Basically, yeah. It's almost um, doing kind of like it's, it's 
a digital interview before someone's ever kind of picked up the phone. So you know how like yeah, yeah, absolutely. Video were around, people would you know inquire and they'd send an email and then there'd be an initial consult call and you know like mm. you've kind of mm. almost gotten over all of that stuff. People have connected on social and then it's interesting when you said like the customer journey. Then they kind of watch a couple of videos and they're warming up to you. That like beginning to know you, like you and trust you. And then by the time yeah. that they're actually sending that inquiry. They feel like they know you, like the job's Absolutely. done, like they want to work Absolutely. with you. Yeah. And the, I, the, I reckon the number of people I meet for the first time who I've never met before, we might have chatted online or they've watched my videos, I reckon 90% of people say, oh, my God, I feel like I know you yeah. but we've never met before. And yeah. I'm like, I know, it's just the power of video. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny actually because the last time that we spoke was probably oh, a few months ago, but wow. I actually yeah. feel like I'm completely up to date with like what's going on and like... <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. That's a it's amazing. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so let's go into, I guess, so what you're doing in terms of content on both Facebook live and Instagram and whether there's any differences between the two. So actually like, what are you putting up every week? How long does it go for yeah. across both platforms? Yeah. So I'm, I'm a bit strategic in how I manage my content from that perspective. And at the same time, the tools themselves limit what you can and can't do. So I've been doing Facebook lives for probably two years now. Uh And I made the decision early on to do it at the same time every single week. So 9.30 on a Monday morning, I do it 99% of the time or 99% of weeks I do a Facebook live. Mm -hmm. So people, my tribe know and my community know that every Monday morning it's now part of their routine. So they'll listen to me in the background while they're getting their kids out the door or while they're checking their emails or as they're starting their week. And, and I deliberately chose 9.30 on a Monday. Purely selfishly. Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> my schedule. Right. And I think being a biz coach and playing a bit of a cheerleader, men, uh, mentor or motivational role, it's a really, really nice way to start the week for yep. my audience who are listening, who get that kind of, you know, fist pump, yeah, let's do this, kick off the week. Yeah. But it's also so powerful for me First thing Monday morning, I feel like that's how I start my week now. I get that rush of adrenaline because I've yeah. connected with my audience. I'm reminded why it's so amazing that I'm doing what I'm doing. Boom, I'm off and racing. So yeah. um, it certainly fits with my family schedule. Um, it's a great way for me to start my week. And I also think it works really well for my audience because mm-hmm. they get that Monday morning. I always finish my lives with a bit of a call to action. So this week I want you to focus on A, B, and C. The only thing you do is go away and have a look at blah, blah, blah. They then add it to their to-do list and they're off and racing. So it yeah. works for them and it works for me. And having that dedicated time locked in means that I get the same or I regularly get the same group of people that attend those lives. So every week I'm getting, I don't know, what, how many, 30, 40 eyeballs onto that live. Yeah, you get a lot of engagement on your lives as well. And they're the same group of people, which is freaking amazing. I I know it's like having a like locked in coffee date with these great human beings every Monday morning. So it just becomes part of my habit and it's now part of their routine as well, which I just think... like it fills my heart with love. Like it's amazing. Like it wouldn't have started like that. Like you would have started with your Facebook lives and it would have been like talking to nobody. Nobody. Yeah. 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 And so everyone starts like that, you know, and then you start to build. Absolutely. And the first, the first few, I desperately hoped no one would get on because they were so terrible. And (laughs) And then I, then I like convinced a few of my so small business friends, can you just jump on and ask me a question so I can get used to like talking and, you know, answering questions. And then 
it just built, it just built. And then yeah. I guess the, the great um, benefit, particularly in Facebook lives is that that content remains. So I was then able to promote that content onto Instagram or in my email list or whatever it might be so that people started to hear and started to understand every Monday morning I'm doing a live, come over and check it out. Mm-hmm. And I still do that now. I do Instagram stories at nine o'clock every Monday morning and go, Hey, I'm just about to do a Facebook live over there on Facebook. Come and join us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I so guess you, really- do your, you do your Facebook lives directly from your Facebook business page. Hey, so you don't have a Facebook group or anything like that. No, I do have a private Facebook group for my clients, but no, I do all my lives in cool. yeah, on my page. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, and then stories is quite different because it's such snackable 15 second content. Mm-hmm. It's it's a completely different platform. So yes, Instagram lives lives do exist, which I don't use a lot of, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can do every single channel, every single tool, and that's okay. one that hasn't stuck with me. So yes. I use Instagram stories to give you a bit of a day in the life. So it's just gives you that kind of bite size. This is what I'm doing. This is who I'm seeing. This is what, and again, giving you insight into who I am, what my personality is about and what I'm actually doing with my clients or what I'm thinking or what I'm hearing from them. Mm-hmm. It just feel it's a bit more on the fly and it's a bit more, um, less polished, I guess. Yeah. So basically like with your Facebook lives, you'll cover a topic like, I don't know, how to be more productive in your week as an example. And then like your stories are more like, this is what I'm doing in my day. Like this is you know, like me picking up the kids. Yep. This is me going to a client meeting and that sort of thing. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Facebook Lives are positioning me as the expert. Yep. So it's that real trust factor that I do actually know my stuff and that I've, I've got smarts when it comes to business building or strategy or marketing. Yep. Instagram stories is more around the know and the like part of that equation. So awesome. But, you know, they trust me as well, I guess, on that platform, but I want them to know me and I want them to like me. Mm. You know, please like me. Please like me. Love me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a really good strategy with the Facebook Lives though because so many people at the moment are talking about how like on a business page, organic reach is completely dead. I completely disagree with that. I still get good organic Same. reach without doing Facebook Lives yet, but I feel like yeah. you're consistently turning up. You're consistently there on video, which obviously is... Um, yeah. Facebook likes it and also people like it, then you're actually like leveraging your audience on that platform. You're actually getting really good engagement and you can do it for free, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely with you. Organic reach is not dead on Facebook no. and yeah. video plays a huge role in that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The, the benefit of it sitting on your page <laughs> for the next however long yes. is that you know, I might, I might only get 40 people actually attending that live, but I'll then get another 1500 views over. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. 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 So you're still getting, so you might have, you know, 40 people come and watch live and then it's just kind of growing because you're getting the engagement during the live, which means it's going to attract more people in the newsfeed. I just think that's a really smart strategy for anyone that's in a service-based business that is in a similar position to M where she needs to basically show that she knows what she's doing and build um, that know, like, and trust factor. So I think it's amazing. So next question, um, 
obviously Facebook Live, and I have seen this in so many Facebook Lives before, it's super interactive and people can come in and they can kind of go, you know, hey, and blah, 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 and they'll say hello. How do you deal with that kind of interaction when you're in the middle of doing a Facebook Live? Do you stop and say hi to people? Do you find that a little bit annoying? Like how do you deal with the fact that it's so... Yeah, it, it's um, it's a learned skill. And yeah. the first few times I was like, I was so freaked out about pushing the live button, let alone answering somebody's question. Yeah. Um, and, and as you get more familiar and more comfortable with it, it becomes, it becomes easier. Yeah. I think for me, I use Facebook lives to connect with my audience. So I think you absolutely have to acknowledge people or, um, shout out and comment or re- respond mm-hmm. to their questions. Yep. Um, and because Facebook live is a unpolished channel or mm-hmm. tool, then nobody has the expectation that you're there to deliver your speech and then you log off. It's not yeah. like, Hello and welcome to my Facebook Live. Today I'll be talking about blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a conversational tool. So yeah. people, I think people are really comfortable with the fact that you're going to stop your message or your story and you're going to go, oh, hey, Stevie, thanks yeah. for joining. Yeah. I hope you had a great and weekend. It kind of makes people feel welcome blah, blah, blah. and kind of want to be a part of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. And it but encourages I have those. that do Facebook Lives where they're kind of like, they'll be talking and then it's like <laughs> they'll stop and be like, oh, hi, Christy really good to see you and they'll stop for a little while and they'll be like what was I saying I've totally lost uh, my train of thought yeah like you've no, kind of got to keep the momentum you do have to keep yeah. the momentum building and it's not the time to stop and have a conversation about like how your weekend plans were yeah, yeah. or whatever it might be I'll yeah. just quickly go hey Zoe thanks for joining hey guys yeah. so today we're going to talk about blah 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 um and I don't I don't feel like you have to answer like some of the questions that pop up instantly. So I will often deliver my, like one of my points and then I'll go, so there's a couple of questions here, blah, 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 you know, bang, bang, bang. And often I've already answered some of those questions just by delivering my natural dialogue. Um, so that I'm not like, Oh, sorry. Oh, back. Oh, sorry. Oh, back. So Uh just kind of letting them sit there for a few minutes is also not the end of the world. Um, and generally speaking, you get the most influx of people just as you're starting. Mm -hmm. So you're able just to quickly go, Hey guys, hi, hi, thanks so much for joining. And you you don't need to go, hi Zoe, hi Emily, hi Carly, hi Emily. It's just like, thanks so much for being here. It's awesome. Hey, you know, make sure you say hi type thing. Yeah. But it's such an easy way to converse and build that connection with your audience. So you absolutely have to take advantage of it. And so what about interaction on stories? Because I just find, especially as I've been using stories more and more, there is so much conversation in DMs that come from stories, isn't there? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's like a gateway. Yeah. (laughs) The only way I can describe it. Yeah. It's such an amazing um, tool for people to, you just open the door. Like you just give them the opportunity. You ask them a question, you say something silly, you ask them if they like earrings, whatever. And you're giving them that little easy, like risk-free way of just dropping in an emoji or quickly going, Hey, yeah, I agree. Or I love that or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And my inbox and my DMs is, is hectic. Like it's hard to keep up with, but again, it just starts that discussion and it opens up that conversation and you can then quickly understand, again, service provider, are you someone we can work with? Do we have a connection? I don't have to send that formal email that's mm-hmm. like, hello, I've got this business. Could we talk about blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We've already built that rapport. Yeah. And that, that rapport is, and that affinity with one another is so important when you're just starting that business relationship. Um, and if you can open that door a little bit through stories, whether they be personal or whether they be biz sto- like through your stories, how amazing is it that people can access you that easily through that platform? Yeah. I, I love it. 
Yeah. yeah, I've really found that as well, um, just in terms of people that have been following me on social for a while and then I'll put, you know, some stories up, there'll be a DM in relation to a question or whatever it is and it starts that, it kind of opens that one-on-one discussion and yeah. it's like a really non-salesy way of building your business in a yeah. way. So it's yeah, kind of like absolutely. going back to social media, like putting the social in social, social. media. You're not just yeah. posting and, you know, like it's a one-way street. It's really kind of, I don't know, I've found, and you obviously found it as well, like really opened up that interaction. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, like it makes me feel so grateful that we live in the time that we do where you don't have to, you know, like be putting these ads out and being super salesy. Yeah. Just kind of be yourself yeah. and build relationships and build like a really nice, friendly, personable business that way. Yeah. 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 And if you're doing all of that authentically, which, you know, we all try to, yeah. if you're genuinely commenting, going on my, and I get a lot of comments on my clothes. I wear like as far as Fabulous my clothes. Yes. <laughs> not even that. Fabulous, just fashion accessories. But again, that's, and because uh, I love them, but that's another, like another way for people to connect with me is like, hey, cute earrings, where did you get them from? Yep. And then you have this conversation about something personal or like, oh, I love buying earrings, blah, 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 blah. And then you're off and racing and then they're like, oh, actually, you could help me in my business. Let's have a chat. Where are yeah. you at? And then we're having a business discussion. And it's such an organic process. It's not yeah. like this formal salesy, I have to pitch to you and I have to convince you to want to work with me. We've already built rapport over earrings or whatever it might be <laughs> and we're often racing like it's yeah. it's such a beautiful authentic isn't like, it you know heartfelt way of doing it yeah I love yeah. it absolutely love it <laughs> um so I guess just to wrap up what would be five or three or a few top tips that you have for yeah <laughs> you just give me 99 top tips for Facebook live <laughs> But do you have a few kind of top tips in terms of if someone hasn't really gotten into either channel because they're a little bit scared of showing their face or it's just a little bit Mm. scary, where should they start? How do they start to gain momentum? What advice would you give them? Yeah, yeah. So the first one for me is remembering the snackable content concept. So keeping it really, really simple. If you're going to do a Facebook Live, don't try and pitch to the world and show me every piece of information that's in your brain in that one Facebook live. So keeping it super simple, choosing one topic and sticking to that one topic in that one live will help you feel confident that that's the one thing, the little box that I'm going to talk about um, and that you don't have to jam it all in. So simply snackificate, snackable, snackable, snackable content is absolutely key. And then the second part to that for me is the structure. So it comes down to any presentation that we do, having a think about, and as I was saying earlier on, just being a tiny bit prepared. And I don't mean sitting there going, hello, I use my script type mentality, but I want to know an introduction. I want to know what your two main points are. I want you to summarize it for me and give me that call to action. So it's hi, today I'm going to talk about productivity. My first tip is X. My second tip is Y. As we talked about X and Y. So this week, what I want you to do is to try blah, blah, whatever it might be. Awesome. So having some structure around it will make you feel like you're in control, give you a bit more confidence that, okay, yeah, I've got this. I've only got two points to get across or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And 
really having a strong call to action at the end and, and not worrying too much about how long you go for. I think my first couple, I've played around a lot with the long, the lengths of my lives. Um, I started out doing them for sort of three minutes because that's all I could handle. <laughs> it was sort of like starting small. Yeah. And now some of them accidentally go for 50 minutes or an hour, which I know sounds like a really long time, but they're playing in the background and you know, it's okay. So the second one is all about structure. The third one is to smile and have some fun with it. So it's totally acceptable to admit or acknowledge to your audience that this is uncomfortable. I don't know how to do this or this is the first one I've done, but bringing some fun and bringing some energy to the table, your audience will feel that and your audience will pick up on your vibe. If you're sitting there going, hi, I'm really scared about today. Um, yeah, so like I don't want to listen to that. Like no, I feel yeah. I already feel uncomfortable. But if you're yeah. there going, oh my god, so <laughs> I can't believe I yeah. pushed the button. I'm amped up just hearing about you, and I'm kind of like they're cheering you on, going, "Go, girl, you've got this." So yeah. smiling and having some fun with it, even if you're delivering dry business content, so to speak. I don't think any of it's boring, but even if you're talking about the algorithm or any of the maths or spreadsheets or whatever it might be you can still show up and be energetic and be excited and vibrant about the content. So, yep, lean in and go, this is my second live, I'm shitting myself or whatever it might be. But <laughs> doing it with a smile on your face is just a lot of fun. So and yeah. you, you'll pick up on that as well. Um, Nobody wants perfect. People just like, you no. know, really connect with the people. I actually, like when I follow some people on social media that just have these like polished, perfect profiles, I'm like, oh, that's so annoying. You know, like yeah. you can't connect to them. Yeah. I can't relate to you. I can't relate yeah. to you because I make mistakes and I stuff up. Yeah. And that's why I deliberately post stories that are unpolished or that are, that are not like I sometimes post a blooper reel because it's like I make mistakes too or I fumble or I forget yeah. or I... Um, what did I see? Um, um, I saw on your um, Facebook page the other day that you've got someone that every time, like the Facebook live, because you know how there's always like a um, like a screenshot, uh, yeah, yeah, screenshot, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's like friend, like all these like crazy photos of Emily in like all of these funny like face my emoji faces, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my god, so that's, funny! That's ridiculous, but it's just some fun that my order that my tribe now have with me yeah. is like trying to screenshot the weirdest facial expression <laughs> during my live. We're just having some fun with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the fourth one for me as we talked about already was about signing on so making sure you engage with those comments so you're you're out there you're putting yourself out there to build that connection and build that rapport so you have to acknowledge people that jump on the line you have to um reply to them you have to follow up and the other really exciting part for me in facebook lives and again that helps push organic reach is the conversations that i then have in the comments after my life Mm. so people will jump on and say hey what was that book that you were mentioning and i'll post a link about the book and then we'll have a conversation about the book and all of that discussion that sits under the Facebook live Facebook are identifying as great content and then they're pushing it out further so the conversation doesn't have to stop just in those comments yes um love that. just in the live sorry you can yeah. continue reading your comments as well so engaging with your audience is really really key and then the last one um for me big number five is about saving that content and repurposing the pants off it so I know you're the same but really really big believer of cross kind of pollinating that ecosystem Mm -hmm. if you're going to the effort of doing a Facebook live or doing stories or wherever it might be pushing that out to other channels is such an easy and um 
great way for you to further connect with your audience. So when I do a Facebook Live, I'm on Instagram stories talking about it. So I'm talking to my Instagram audience, come over to Facebook and join us. Mm. Come and, you know, come. Uh, did you check out my audience? Did you check out my Facebook Live? I'm sending it out to my email list. I'm putting it on my website, so on and so forth. So I'm really trying to get cross, you know, pollinate those audiences and get Facebook people onto Instagram and vice versa. So you're going to the effort of creating that content, push it out to as many people in all of those channels as you can. Fabulous. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I could, I could honestly stay here for like another seven hours and be like, and then, and do this. <laughs> and I love that. And this works. Oh, so we'll have to do a follow-up <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody wants to know, just reach out. Like I'm so happy to chat further about it or give any other tips or whatever it might be. So um, how can people find you? Oh, where do I begin? Where do you Instagram, begin? Facebook, any either platform, Emily Spicer Stewart. So I've got a quite unique name. There's not many of us out there. So um, yeah, just reach out, email, direct message, come and check out my stories and see how unpolished they really are and the funny, crazy emoji facial expressions that I pull. Um, but if you need any help at all, please just shout. Oh, thank you so much, Emily. Pleasure. Thanks, Stevie. Chat soon. <laughs> <laughs>